Blog Talk Radio. We've come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash the female solution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows. Listen to our radio shows. Order our books. And be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Cunyon, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings. friends but basically I assumed that I could trust the friend of the friend spoiler you cannot transfer trust each person has to earn their own right my lesson nothing wrong with anybody else and not that there's anything wrong with me either there's just a lesson Wanda Dolly Wow, that, that's a big word for me and very important to me, respect. Um, I learned in, in working in corporate for 36 years at IBM, um, dealing with marketing and how people can disrespect you, even like your relationships, right? I mean, I've, I've been married 42 years, and what's important to me is the respect. I don't like to be disrespected, so I used to have to tell my marketing Guys, I don't let my husband disrespect me, so why would I let you disrespect me? So it's still like this as well, right? So I mean, I had to get that reaction. And, 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 and,
come back to you. So it really makes a really big difference. But but I, I said respect is an attitude too. You know, sometimes you know your facial expressions, your tone, all of that comes across as maybe disrespectful, even like sending a text, right? You send a text to somebody and it's not meant that way, but sometimes it comes across the wrong way. Um, and setting those boundaries is so important. Um, as the ladies were saying, I had to set those boundaries. As you grow, you set boundaries, and you don't want anybody to disrespect you. You don't want them to cross the boundaries. Um, but that is something that I really cherish. I had to teach my, my daughters that. We have two daughters, and I have six grandchildren. So you know that's hard. I know. <laughs> well, yeah, and I, I called you when um, you, you got all the kids going on in the background. Mm-hmm. Not easy. Mm-hmm. Not easy. I said, Nana's on the phone, so do not talk to me when Nana's on the phone. But they don't know if I have my earpiece in. I said, Nana has my earpiece in, so you have to respect what I'm doing and make sure that you, you know, that you um, don't talk when I'm talking. So it's really about teaching people and your boundaries and about having that integrity, and we're going to get into integrity, too. That's another important word for me. Um, and how you, you actually make people feel, but also making sure that they know how you feel about being disrespected and being respected. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, which is just really crazy, so um, my husband and I spent the last five days training on neuro-linguistic programming. And a really cool thing is that Dr. Uh, Matt James, who uh, owns Empowerment Incorporated, this was handed down to him from his father. So, and, so he started NLP when he was 11. And, yeah, I know. And he's, like, my age, like, probably 50-something. Uh, well, he's probably 50-something. He's younger than me. Yeah. And um, and I'm just kind of like, cool, right? <laughs> but, but the thing is, I really, really had to uh, put my past learning aside to open up my my brain to a whole new concept about what respect is, what boundaries are, um, integrity. And what I want to tell you in a nutshell, and we'll do a deeper dive as we get in, is that what means respect for Ashley is different than respect for Naomi is different for respect for me and you, Wanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so to, you know, I've been an assumption-making machine. <laughs> you know, like, um, like assuming, well, did they grow up that way? And then everybody used to foundational things. So, so what is foundational for what is foundational for you? Like Wanda, what's one of the things for you that's just foundational when it comes to respect? How does that show up? Well or how do you want it to show up? How want to and it goes back to respect. Um, setting those boundaries and, and the foundation of how you set yourself up as far as a person, as far as in business. Um, that foundation is what you said. I mean, you know, like in my book, I actually had to set my foundation. 
motivation to say, okay, I don't want to be like this. I don't want this to happen to me. I don't want this to happen to my daughter. Um, but those foundations you set as you go along, as you grow up, you know, you learn those those foundations and setting those boundaries to be able to um, to not let anybody disrespect you. you well, know? I mean, but here's the thing. So some people don't mind, um, if, uh, like, okay, so I have my office, and, yeah, I have permission to discuss this. I, my husband and I were officing out of the same home, right, at one point in time, and that's not how it is today. And so he has a thought because he's one office over that he can just walk in and have his meeting or have her, and I'm like, but I'm in the middle of doing something. Can you text? He goes, well, why would I text when we're in the same place? Not like because I'm in a meeting. <laughs> you know, and so, but his mindset is about being connected and being in community. And for him, a text message is not connected and in community. So he wants to do the loving thing. And I'm like, but I'm all about business right now. <laughs> So, so he's thinking, he's being super respectful, right? And he's being loving and he's being in community. But his wife is in go mode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's not that he's actually disrespectful. It's that he doesn't understand what's important for me at that point in time and what a process is that's important for me, for me to function in my day-to-day. Yep. Right? Okay, but you, Wanda, you may not have an issue with it. Or Naomi or Ash, you guys may not have an issue with that. You may have a different one about what helps you be supported. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you. And that, you <laughs> my husband, I'm sitting downstairs and he's upstairs and he, he texted me and called me. So I'm like, but I'm right down here. Why are you texting and calling me? <laughs> I'm like, really? You know? <laughs> so I hear what you said, but actually on my door, my office, I had make a million. I have the Washington name tag. Okay, all families, I'm in a better of doing business. I'm in a podcast. I'm in a, uh, a webinar. So, yeah, so yeah, setting boundaries is very important to me. But I, I just want to say one thing. So, my father taught me assuming. Don't assume anybody out there. Make the ass out of you and me. Right, 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 right.
conversation, but if they want to apologize after the conversation, after it's anchored in, I'm cool. Yeah. They know me. Go for it, dog. I'm looking for my crown up here. <laughs> I One of the things that I think about with this conversation is a book called I'm Surrounded by Idiots. Oh! It's such a great book. Not only work out like you are, but also some of the things is way of a small thing. So my husband and I think very, very differently. Um, I'm a little bit like you, Jody, like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And he's very much logical and detailed. And I can get quite frustrated with what should be like slow motion with him. And it's not slow motion, it's more him just researching and understanding the problem from a different aspect. And that book really spoke to me, and I will read it again and again just because each time I read it, I learn more about myself and more about others. Um, you know, I, because like I said, I'm quite go go. Over here to my left, 
um, there's like a little thing that says call in and you just press the button or whatever and then I bring you on to ask your questions live or you can, um, you know, post your, your questions or thoughts. So just a couple things um, I want to go through what people are saying. So uh, Teddy June says, good morning. There are Susan Essentials. Love you always. I love you. And then we have Teddy again, and she says, Naomi, Georgia Roof Advisor. I'm a retired code certified home inspector among many other hats. Polyurethane ceilings are number one. I've I've seen every bad repair attempt out there. So are you guys using polyurethane ceilings? Yes. Yes, we do. Okay, so we need to talk offline about detox. Sure. For your body. In terms of bad repairs, yes, we've seen a lot. <laughs> yeah, so, but we'll talk offline about detox, because that's, if y'all are working with that, you also need to make sure that your body is properly, properly processing that out. Right. Um, and then Naima says, grand rising to all of you very wise teachers. Open, honest communication is so important in understanding each other so we don't assume and it out for us very eloquently <laughs> another's motives yeah. and um, you know yeah I think that we're always making assumptions and you know I know I am <laughs> um, before you know it's already 8.30 you need to go Ashley or do you want to talk okay so do you want to talk about what are some ways in which you have established what did boundaries look like for you before? What did you do to establish healthy boundaries? You know, um, and what are you doing now? What are you learning? Um, well, I think the way I started moving forward is I started cutting people out of my life. <laughs> Um, but it, it got to that point, you know, and I think I shared this story with you, which is how we got to this topic, was um, my brother was physical with me. And, you know, I didn't care that he was my brother. I was so fed up at that point, and I had just kind of come out of a, a relationship that was mentally toxic for me as well. And, you know, you put up with it for so long, you just think it's used, you get used to it. I thought it was a normal part of life to be called put down or to be treated a certain way. And I think when I started exiting out of it, I had just, I was so tired of it, and I started, that's when I started working on myself. And yeah, the minute that he thought it was okay to put his hands on me because he was angry is when I was like, this is, I need to start changing. And I think I never really put balance. I think I would react with anger towards people, which wasn't benefiting me either. Right. Uh, And then that's basically what I started doing. So I... It, it didn't matter to me anymore that he was, excuse me, my brother. It, it just was, he was another human who was projecting on me, negatively. And uh, so I kind of just started distancing myself from him. And then other people, any time I felt like, as I started changing and shifting that and working myself and working with you and, and learning how to protect your, your energy, and that kind of brought me into learning how to protect my boundaries. Yeah, anytime I find somebody who is not going in a, in a positive mode or, or I feel it, or, you know, they, they, yeah, they project name-calling, I kind of just, like, I don't need to put up with this anymore. And, and, you know, it takes 
encouraged and it was hard for me but I could not really talk to him anymore. But it was better for me mentally. And obviously physically, I mean that wasn't okay at all. But um, you know, it's terrible that I got to that point, but it was a learning lesson for me and it was a growing lesson for me. Um, and that's pretty much what I, I, I started doing now. And you know, I'm, I'm more into this energy. So the minute I kinda feel somebody's off, I kinda I kinda like have my attendance up and I pay attention more so instead of just projecting the attitude or the, the anger, I just distance myself. Yeah, and this is a really good point and I'm gonna I'm gonna put a twist in this, Ashley, so just be prepared, okay? <laughs> so I'm not advocating for anybody raising a hand to somebody. But I want to tell you the other side. So my brother also did that to me, by the way, and uh, strangled me, threw me across the room, ended in the hospital, imprints on my neck. And, um, and of course, when I went to my dad for protection, he um, popped the trunk, <laughs> said, because he was in the mafia, right? <laughs> he said, well, you know, you call the police um, on your brother, I'll put you in that trunk and no one's ever going to find you. I'm like, oh, nice. <laughs> So now let me back up and go to science because, you know, I want to tell you that, um, and it doesn't, it doesn't take away someone's responsibility and accountability for their actions and their behavior. So let me just put that out there again. What I'm about to say doesn't take away their responsibility and accountability for their behavior, okay? What I learned... Uh, is that the toxins that we have, um, I actually might even have it on, I, I don't, but I, I do have it. So um, the toxins that we consume, right, are play, wreaking havoc with our brain, okay? And so how that shows up as erratic emotional behavior and, and uh, responses to things, or reactions to things versus responses. They can have consumed some sort of toxin, which our food supply is laden with toxins, okay? And um, because our food supply is laden with toxins, um, you know, it impairs the ability of the brain to get blood flow, okay? So here is like 10 years of alcohol, all those pockmarks that you see, those are the areas of the brain that are not getting blood flow. So six years of, you know, smoking, marijuana. Um, let me just see something here. Um, uh, opiates, cocaine, alcohol, meth. But what they don't show is just basic toxins on this one, okay? And a toxic brain is actually just as bad. And where are those toxins coming from, your food and water supply? So I was going to ask that, Jody. Um, yeah. Um, my youngest is six, and he has one of those toner ice lollies, and it's basically frozen ice is like a squirt of sugar. Yeah. And he had um, a couple of those. Well, he had one with a lot of, like, he was helping himself to work. And he turned quite aggressive at six and was running around just being super crazy and then so 
almost like just exhaust himself with so much energy and, and craziness. And I believe it was the, the red dye in that Kona rice lolly. Which, by the way, was just outlawed in California. I believe that. It's outlawed in England. Yeah, well, and so the, so the, so it creates hyperactivity, right? <laughs> right, and so, and what you want to know is that, like, sugar, these red dyes, these toxins, they're lighting up pleasure centers of the brain, eight pleasure centers of the brain. Cocaine, which you can see with the damages on the brain of cocaine, we got that one up there again, that's four years of cocaine. Um <laughs> doesn't even compare actually to toxicity because <laughs> I don't have toxic brain up here. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And so the toxicity is things like sugar. Um, it's things like, um, you know, the red dye 40, blue, all the different dyes, the um, uh, parabens, like all of that. And because your brain is 70% fat, and when a body can't process um, a toxin, which it can't, it cannot process a synthetic, it has to get stored in your fat cells. And so, it's, you know, it usually starts in the brain, and then if you're gaining weight, like I did from overexposure to the EMF toxins, you know, I gained 50 pounds, right? Lost 30 of it. But, but the point is that our, our bodies are not uh, cap capable of processing it, and then it also makes us reactive versus responsive. And so now I want to go back to the fact that uh, my brother was hitting me. Number one, it's what he learned from my dad, you know, learned behavior. Number two, we were all exposed to stuff. And then, um, you know, about a couple decades later, um, he had a brain tumor, and that was slow grown. So I actually don't have anger to him. I totally forgave him because what we're doing to people, I, I look at Earth as this mass experiment, and we're using all these toxicity on people and then expecting them to act like, you know, calm, cool, and collected, and it's really a hard thing to do um, when your body's being overloaded with toxins. And so, again, I'm not justifying my brother had no right to hit me, your brother had no right to hit you, but then we have to say, is it the person or is it the toxins in the person? Can we help them? You know, can we, and can they help themselves? Can we give them a suggestion? Now, ultimately, it's their responsibility to get themselves help. So, oh. <laughs> so, do you need to go, Ash? Uh, yes, I do. Actually. Yeah, it's 839. I know you need. So, I just want to thank you for popping in and sharing your wisdom. Thank you. you. Know, and sharing your stories. Your stories uh, are helping other people. Absolutely. So, Thank you, Ashley. I, Thank you. Good seeing you. We've got to connect. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. All right. So, so when we, so if your, your boundaries are being blown by someone, um, um, we can take on the victim mode. <laughs> 
which technically, I mean, you are being victimized, but the victim mentality also doesn't help, does it, Wanda? Nope. No. Not at all. Not at right. All. <laughs> and, um, and, and you have stories about this, too. Do you want to share? Yeah, um, exactly what Ashley was talking about. You know, of course, in my book, I talk about the abuse that I suffered um, at the hands of my, my stepfather. Um, and that was something, and that's what we said, you know, people, the words that people say you, you think is you, you know, that, that is maybe you, you blame yourself. But um, that that didn't help. I mean, I had to learn how to forgive as well. So forgiving those who have actually done, we didn't, we don't understand at that time why that's happening. And uh, as she was right, uh, what's taught to you goes on with the, um, with your childhood, but I know that's something that I did not want to be a part of. So I'm just thankful that I was able to get out of that. That um, now it was not a relationship, but as far as the, you know, even my mother. I'm glad she was. Th- I was thankful she got out of that relationship, but it took years for her to get out of that. And I was seeing this, and I know with um, with uh, with, I have to say, with God's help, we were able to survive. Um, the abuse that we had. So, you know, and, and like like you were saying, Joe, I mean, you know, your brother, he, he watches his father and what he called generational curse. That's something. Generational yeah. curse. So, yeah. So that that is something that you have to learn not to be part of that generational curse. And I was thankful that I was able to get out of that. So. Well, and it is a generational curse because it passed on as a behavior mm-hmm. as if it's okay and it's not, right? Mm-hmm. And because we were accepting, we didn't have boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. Women didn't have boundaries mm-hmm. back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to, you know, it wasn't good. Um, hold on a second. Yes. She says hello. For hello. She says hi, Naomi. Hi, Wanda. Hi And what is it you want to say? So interesting. So she's talking about the boundaries that she has with Tinkerbell, you know, her mate. And she's saying that Tinkerbell and her go to bed every single night cuddled up next to each other. She says, and we are together. Okay, be kind, be kind. She says, but we spend a lot of the time of the day apart because Tinkerbell needs her space. And she goes, and she had to learn that. She goes, at first, she goes, I didn't. She goes, I just wanted to be with Tinker all the time. That's kind of baby, right? They go, like, wants to be with someone all the time. And she goes, and then, you know, she goes, Mommy, you got me a playpen, and you got me different places to be in the house. So she goes, I can give Tinkerbell space to just have her own downtime and alone time. Mm -hmm. And she goes, people should do that, too. (laughs) That is so true. She's laughing. true. Yeah, no matter matter how many years you're married, sometimes we need to have that space. We need that... um, and that's where boundaries come in, you know. I need to have my space to talk or do whatever I need to do. So thank you. Thank you for giving us that wisdom. <laughs> She's so smart. She is so smart. I love her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
telling everybody you're under all. <laughs> Why don't we go to commercial real quick, and um, and then Naomi, let's come back to you. All right, and we'll uh, talk about boundaries. All right. All right. Thank you. What you got here. Wow. Hi, I'm Jody Susan with Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was over-medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yes, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy-based healing. It was amazing. At Susan Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses. And we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food as medicine mindset. Susan Essentials supports businesses and consumers as we teach people about a food is medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being. And we do that all with plant and an energy-based healing. All right, we are back. And so, um, so let's talk about boundaries more. What are some issues, Naomi, how have you had to handle boundaries? Like, what's a big one that's been coming up for you? Or, and what do you, what, how do you set them? And how do you? You know, I'm actually struggling a little bit with boundaries. Um, my nine-year-old um, is like a mini version of myself. And when I was her age, I was insatiable that I wanted to always be with somebody. And that is exactly what she does. So I walk around the house and she walks around after me. And I'm trying to set those boundaries for her to not always look for somebody else to provide entertainment or happiness. Um, and it's a challenge. It's a challenge because her love language is time. She wants to be with people. And... Yeah, it's, it's tough. So if you have any advice, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, before we, and, and I do, um, but before we do, Manda, do you have advice, do you have boundary things that you want to share about, and then we'll tie it all together? Yeah, um, setting those boundaries, and I guess if you didn't really thought about boundaries, the words that we were going up, right? Um, but your daughter, and I was going to say, your daughter wants to be in the, my daughter was the same way when she was there. So everything I did, dance, you know, she wanted to do everything that I was doing, you know, learning how to dance or whatever. So, you know, you start setting the boundaries as far as uh, communication, talking to her or talking to people and just, you know, making sure they understand this is my time that I want to myself or I'm in the middle. And so I, I actually said, well, my, my husband, for instance, um, he asked me questions. I may be in the middle of something, and I had to tell him, ask me before you just assume that, you know, I'm, I'm there and I don't have, you know, I have the time. But I don't have the time. I'm in the middle of doing things like, you know, like finishing my book. And that was, that was one thing I had to set boundaries with. Um, but it's just about this communication of, okay, I, I need to do this at this time. And he asked me now. What do you have for today? And I tell him what is my schedule. And what I end up doing was actually adding him to my calendar so he yeah. knows. 
but you have got to look at your calendar to see what have going on because it's on your calendar. You have to accept it. So that's actually setting the boundaries as far as our cal- my my calendar is so important to me. It has to be on my calendar. So me, yeah. you know. Oh, amen, sister. Yeah, yeah. And, and actually, um, you know, um, I did. What do you got there, honey? Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, so first of all, I did that with my husband too, right? Where I started, you know, we added each other to the calendar for the date. And so, Naomi, what I would say relative to your daughter. Um, this is what I found out about myself actually as a kid. If I, if when I was working for someone else, my motivation to work came from knowing I had a date on Saturday night. So I would focus, focus, focus on all my work and get it all done so I could just be present for the date on Saturday night. And I'm wondering if... There should be for your daughter a planned play date or a planned something. So, you know, it's savvy. We're going to do this at this time. I'm going to make sure I'm done. And make sure you can honor your word, Naomi, and, or renegotiate the agreement. If yeah. You, right? And suggest to her that mommy needs to do this. And, you know, and and then say, what are some things that you like to do and you like to accomplish? And say, so we'll both be working towards our play date at this time. That yeah, makes- I mean, I did that yesterday when my son wants to carve his pumpkins. And I'm like, well, as soon as we carve it, it kind of starts to decay. So we have put in the calendar, we've written it. They, I'm quite visual. We have lots of different calendars where so I've got like the weekly board with all the plans of food and when people are coming home. But also, you know, the monthly. So he's written on there, pumpkin carving, you know, next Friday the 27th, whatever it is. So he can visually see that. And I definitely think that helps. Um, I always try and use different methods of communication. So I am visual, but that doesn't seem my husband is. So, you know, it, it's trying to make sure that we have different ways of communicating, repetitive ways as well, especially with the kids. Um, what ways? Say again? So you said different ways and you said something. Different ways of communicating, so verbally, as well as visual, as well as, you know, like I asked Thomas to write down the pumpkin carving with the 27th, so he written it, not me. Right. I was like, you know what, it's now the 17th. I hope he's not going to ask the next 10 days because I can just put the calendar and be like, ta-da. Instead of that constant, no, we can't pop out the pumpkin. No, we can't pop Like, oh. <laughs> so, you know, and then here's the other thing. You want to get him into yes mode. Right. Right. So if you know, you could say, uh, whatever the date you chose, like eight more sleep nights, eight more sleep, right, or seven more sleeps until it's yeah. and carving day. I'm so excited. It's a leap right? Also something we talked about in NLP, which I just want to say, if anybody wants to understand human behavior, starting with your own, right, <laughs> starting with you, um, and then, you know, take NLP. 
And then I would say, if you want to take NLP, take it with this guy, because there's a lot of people who offer it. But this guy is the most... Look, I've trained under Dr. John D. Martini. I've trained under Maxwell. I've trained under, you know, got my, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Josh Hack. I mean, name it. I mean, I, I, I have trained under some of the most amazing uh, people, I think, in the planet. And... He's right up there with them, if not one of the best. So, and I wanted to talk about Dr. Josh X. I'm going to pivot for a moment because it, it, it dovetails everything that we're talking about. So, as you guys know, I'm, I'm a nutritionist, um, an energy healer, um, brain health professional. Like, you know, there's a list, right? But at the end of the day... Um, you know, my, my MBA is in people. It's, it's organizational behavior. It's about understanding people. Why do we do what we do? Which is why I wanted to take NLP. And knowing that we have the capacity to do anything we want, if we choose to, we just have to shift our mindset in order to accomplish that. And it's about getting out of the box. So or in my case, circle, because my little ginkgo leaf here pops out of the circle. Um, so last May, year ago May, I went for leadership training with Dr. Josh Axe in Tennessee. And I drove up there as a potential for um, joining his leadership program. And... I wanted to know his thoughts about a concept I have called Place of Peace. And part of what it does is uh, puts your brain in a state of state, a state of calm, so that you can be present in the moment. And in 15 to 20 minutes, you come out, you feel like you've had two plus hours of sleep. Some people come like, oh my God, it's like I have eight hours of sleep. And it allows you then to shift mindset and really take control of your your life. And as you both know, I was disabled for almost four years. And I really attribute my being able to get off of disability that quickly. Because some people, once they get on, they never come off. They're tethered to that paycheck. Um, to my ability to think outside the box, okay, and to recreate and co-create with the universe what I wanted. That's mindset. So Dr. Josh Ack, for those of you who don't know who he is, is a master of nutrition, and he has been for a very long time teaching the world about nutrition, how he helped his mom overcome breast cancer you know, using nutrition and essential oils, okay? He, after I met him, I had no idea. We don't walk in other people's shoes, right? Um, when I met him in person in uh, a year ago, May, he was not nice. He was very unkind, and he wouldn't hear anything of what I had to say about why I would even consider joining his leadership program and I'm like, but if you're not interested in learning about what I do, 
and how you might be able to help my program uh, be received by the world, why am I joining your program, right? And so the guest on now just reached a month ago. There's a YouTube video, and I encourage you all to look it up. So it's Dr. Josh Black, and he talks about how he was very sick, and he was getting these injections. I guess there was some sort of infection maybe or something on the needle. He was very, very sick. He lost a ton of weight, and the doctor said he would be paralyzed for life. He'll be in a wheelchair. And he said, no, thank you. And he said, I'm here to tell you that I've been teaching about nutrition all my life as a way to reclaim your health. And he goes, I'm also here to tell you I was wrong. He said, there's nothing more important than mindset. Because it was his mindset that helped him reclaim his health. Wanda, you are biting us a bit. What do you have to say, sweetheart? No, mindset is a big difference, and, and that's why you said sometimes you have to get rid of people who are toxic to uh, to you, and you have to learn that, but mindset is so important. You know, coming from, um, from a corporate background and getting into a networking background and having my own uh, creation here, uh, I always talk about mindset mindset when you can um, connect with other people like-minded. It's a big difference. But, yeah, that is that is something that's very, very important. And I talk about that all the time as far as the mindset, you know, what kind of mindset you're in, where you are uh, in your life, where you are in your business. How do you connect with other people that actually is on the same wavelength as you are? You know, so... Yes, that that is that is a very important aspect of how you uh, create your boundaries to respect all of that part of the mindset. Well, I'd like one of you to give people permission to cut people out because somebody out there is afraid to cut somebody out of their life. Mm-hmm. I think you'd be really surprised. I went to um, an event once and someone said, you have someone in your, someone in your office that you wouldn't go on holiday, get rid of them. And I was like, that's harsh. And when we came back, they no longer worked with us. And it was like a breath of fresh air. It was like a huge relief of the drama and the stress that had been caused by this one person. And it was exactly that. It was a permission to go and do that. And... Yeah, it, it literally is breath pressure. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. Wanda, do you have to add to that, or have you done that as well? Yeah, um, I have, and um, I don't want to say it on air, but yeah, I have. But I mean, I have. <laughs> well, so let me just say this. When we close the door... God opens up another one. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and uh, she says, oh, I'm not sure what that was. Um, so, Vieta, it looks like your thing posted too quickly. Um, 
Okay, so she's got something because she's chewing on the bit. Okay, so Faith, what is it? And she walked up the entire flight of stairs to get here, this little body. <laughs> so what is it that you have to say? Is it about letting go of people? Yeah, it is. Okay, so what is it you want to say about letting go of people? Okay, so the first thing is she wants me to let people know is that when you let go of those people, and you'll have a lot of fear around it. Uh, Many people have fear. But she's saying that one of two things will happen. She said that either they will come back with respecting your boundaries or honoring your boundaries. That's number one. Yes? Okay. And she's saying the other thing is, or the universe will open up the door to bring someone else into your life that will honor your boundaries, that aligns with your current vibration and your current expectations because of the law of attraction. Um, they just you say, don't operate from fear. Operate with the trust in the higher power that has got your back. Mm-hmm. Anything else on that or no? Yes. Okay, whose show is it? <laughs> I think it's her show. I think it's her show, too. She's like, all in my show. She's telling me about boundaries. Yeah, she wants to be part of the conversation. What unhealthy boundaries look like. Yeah. Well, she's very smart. She's very smart. I know. But she's showing us all what unhealthy boundaries look like. Because if anybody was watching from the beginning... Um, I had a couple necklaces on that came off. <laughs> and I, I do let her get away with it most of the time. And then when I get frustrated, I just put her back in her condo. And I create that boundary. <laughs> She's laughing. So let's, um, let's move on to integrity. Uh, my definition of integrity is, well, it's, it's multifold, but it's doing the right thing when no one's looking, right? And then the other thing is, um, and I would like to hear from our community, because we have people on different platforms right now, you know, what is your, your definition of healthy boundaries? What's your definition of integrity? What are your stories? Can you share? Or, if you don't want to share, do you have a question for Wanda or Naomi or myself? Yeah, if you've got questions, this is your time to ask. So, um, so back to integrity. It's doing the right thing when no one's looking. Um, It's also... When we got 9 o'clock, we're supposed to go to commercial. I'm going to try to stay on that. Be integrious about it. There you go. Uh, let me go to integrity. All right, let me go to commercial. We'll come right back to integrity. So everyone gets a bit of a break. All right. All right. The Female Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Cell Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, 
soulful solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, health and well-being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, success strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on relationships. Third Saturday, move around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Hi, I'm Jody Susan, Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was over-medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yes, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy-based healing. It was amazing. At Susan Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses, and we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food-as-medicine mindset. How Susan Essentials supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food-as-medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being, and we do that all with plant and an energy-based healing. Huh. So we retired the bird. <laughs> I mean, that was just so easy. She is all up in my stuff. And because we're talking about boundaries and respect. <laughs> She's just demonstrating, demonstrating, demonstrating what not to tolerate. <laughs> so... Okay, so we have a couple of comments. So one is from Vienna, which might be a little long to put up here, but I'm going to do my best. So it cuts you off, Wanda. Sorry about that. So we'll read it and then take it down. And she's back. Okay, so Vienna says, asking advice about a business relationship with a person who has mental illness. Well, I think everyone in the world has mental illness. Um, The illness stems from being in the military too long, and suffering with PTSD, homelessness, drug addiction, and emotional outbursts. Told him he needed to have a long conversation with his partner about his concerns and probably end that relationship that might interfere with his goals is developing a larger customer base to build tiny houses. Okay, go ahead. Wanda, you're shaking your head. Naomi? Go for it. Yes. Uh, Naomi, you want to go first? You want me to go first here? Um, I'll let you go with that one, though. Yeah, I, you know, when I was working, um, I I keep being back corporate for 36 years, um, and when I got into uh, our own thing, you know, with our business, uh, Legal Shield, WPS Associates, I actually because one of the guys that I started network, he said, Wanda, I want you to do, uh, you know, speak. And I said, okay, we're going to speak about it. And I actually spoke about integrity. And I still have my, I still have my, my uh, PowerPoint on integrity uh, because that is something that is so important to me uh, because when you're making a commitment to someone, you expect to keep your word, right? Uh, if not, you're not trusted, and that's where trust comes in. 
and the next time you you ask to do something, you're not going to trust that person. But it's about um, showing up on time. It's about um, letting that person know that uh, I'm going to be late or I'm not so slow. But you get some people that don't even you text them and you you send a message and they don't respond back. That's integrity. So integrity really it, it means as far as the, the moral and ethical convictions that we make by doing the right thing in all circumstances. So I, the question that the person was asking, yeah, that, that's like a, that, that conversation needs to be held. held. Um, and it's, it's about professionalism, being able to follow up and confirm uh, or talk to someone and, and let them know that um, the integrity of their partner business relationship needs to well, and then I, that's, that's a lot of things to deal with, PTSD, mental illness, all of that. It needs to be having a communication uh, conversation with them as far as being accountable. How can you be accountable to our business to be able to um, to have that integrity? Because, I mean, that, that's how you can lose business. If you don't have that integrity to build that professionalism and communication, then um, you really don't succeed. So... Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, uh, the woman that um, I just published in my uh, ad in Canada, you know, made an agreement to publish my ad and my article. And she made a unilateral decision to not publish my article after she, after I wrote it, after she graphically designed it. And she says, well, it was a bonus. I decided not to. You know, and I'm kind of like, you know, read between the lines. You pick a finger that is appropriate. Um, it's not okay to make unilateral decisions, especially after you take someone's money. And am I going to pursue it? Uh-uh-uh. Because I've got bigger fish to fry. And if she needs the $450 that bad, then she deserves it. And then she'll get her lesson somewhere else. You know, she'll get her lesson. And, um, but you just can't be taking people's money, making a promise and not delivering. And one of the things that I've always done, there you go, Peggy, is try to over-deliver. Under-promise, over-deliver. Which I know the both of you stand in that. Mm-hmm. You know, the both of you stand in the under-promise, over-deliver mentality. All day. Um and like um, you vibe, you both vibrate in a way that has me trust you. You're, I know that you're steadfast. I mean, Naomi, I haven't had you inspect my roof yet, but your values, right? They scream, you know, uh, integrity. You know, I mean, you were saying back um, an hour ago about how. When you and I were talking on the phone one of the first times, you said that you were talking to your kids and you really need to spend the time with your, your, your children because they were home. And I'm like, I love that you have healthy boundaries. I honor that. I love that. I love that you know where you need to be. And I think that comes back to Vieta. Um, I don't know whether her, her friend was calling to complain or to vent. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, one of the things I like about you, Jody, is that you often ask, do I have permission to, to speak? Like, you know, are you happy to hear 
Um, I think sometimes people just want to complain. But I think at the same time, you know, um, with BS's friends, they really need to look at their why and their goals and really dig down into is this really their goals? Is this really their why? And is it the direction they want to be going in? Um, and what's the alternative? I think that's really, really important is, you know, if you've struggled previously with, you know, homelessness and drug addiction, then is that something that they want to go back to? Probably not. But, you know, looking forward rather than backwards is really, really important and showing them that, like, if they're we're able to, to see it. Yeah, and I think you make really good points. I mean, is, does this align with their highest values? And I'm not, please don't take this the wrong way, because I'm not trying to minimize this person's uh, mental health, especially since I, my focus is on mental health. It's emotional health, toxically living, right? Look, I really don't know many people in the world don't have some sort of form of PTSD. I really don't. Wanda, since you were abused, I, you had it. If you don't still, I don't know if you still have it. But at one point, I know you did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I did. You know, mm-hmm. Naomi, how old are you? Okay, you do too. <laughs> <laughs> if you've lived, you got PTSD, right? There's some sort of trauma, whether it's a small trauma or a little trauma, whether it's a physical trauma, emotional trauma, or toxic trauma. The exposure to all these, uh, the 5G towers and cell towers and all the electrosmog, that is a trauma. And so your body walks into an environment that is highly, uh, has a ton of electrosmog, and now... Um, that's a trauma. You can have a traumatic, a post-traumatic re- uh, response to that, you know. Um, so I, I don't want to give energy to that because what's the real issue then would be is are you of mind yet to be taking on being self-employed because that is not an easy journey. It takes commitment to yourself and a willingness to say no and a willingness to say no when you really want to say yes. You know, like avoid the people pleaser, right? And so, um, and she says, I'm sorry, you're going to get cut off again, Wanda. Um, Drug addiction, emotional outbursts. Well, so drug addiction, they go hand in hand, right? Emotional outbursts are part of that addiction. I'm speaking uh, this Saturday at St. Simons, Georgia, about how to uh, live toxic-free and how to, I mean, I'm not a doctor, and I'm not going to say you have to do this step-by-step process to, um, and this program, because that's not who I am, uh, to get off of drugs. But I had to get off of whatever, 19 different drugs um, when I was over-medicated. That's still an addiction. I hate to tell you, right? Um, it was a pharmaceutical addiction, but it was an addiction. And so, um, and I was paying for it, right? <laughs> and so my, my approach to something like that is to live toxic-free, starting with your water supply. Because if you get the toxins out of your water supply, there's like 90% of your problems. Like 90%. 
and uh, I'm getting pinged, and they're saying that percent is probably too high to talk about the air supply. <laughs> right. I mean, so, but you get my point. So I exaggerated it a little bit, forgive me. Um, so I guess um, really I would say that person has to have a conversation with themselves. They have to know, like what Naomi was saying, what, what's their mission, what's their vision. Can they breathe into that? Can they let go of, can they choose to let go of the things that don't serve them and move forward? And I want to tell you that it's a lot of hard work. Um, yeah, I'm going to share this. So um, over the weekend, uh, the very last, um, one of the very last um, exercises that I did in NLP, and I honestly don't remember what it was, but, like, really I wanted to let go. Um, I knew that I had an issue with success. Um, I had an issue with money, meaning, uh, and, I, and I know this is a common issue, and we all come to it in different ways, um, that I was, in, I, I knew that on the subconscious level that I had an issue, I was scared about making money because money is the root of all evil, money is evil, like, you know, like all of that. And and I never heard that said, like, in, like as a common theme in our family, but I did at the age of 11 go to court with my dad because he, he had to go to jail because he signed a piece of paper when he was a developer. And he, um, uh, you know, look, he was a multimillionaire, and he, um, the banks knew it, and they thought he was a good bet, and they let him use the same collateral, uh, the, uh, multiple loans with one piece of collateral. And then they put him into jail for it. I had to watch it. I had this 11-year-old were all lined up two rows back watching my father on trial and going to jail. Now, they put him in night jail, meaning they let him out during the day so he could still be a taxpayer because he was a huge contributor to the, to the Chicagoland area. He made shitloads of money for everybody. So they, they were just slapping his hand and keeping him away from his family. But nonetheless, I had a concept, I had a fear of success about going to jail. I erased it. So it's gone now. But you have to look at the subconscious mind. And what is it that's stopping you? This is a great question, Beata. He has to look at what is stopping him from success. What's his real fear? I am now trained to do this, by the way. What is his real fear? What's stopping him from being the best version of, of himself? And it was the coolest exercise because I, with they use both hands, you put them to the side, right? And you put them here and you envision what the problem is in this hand and you vision where you're going to be in, on, on the other hand. And over the course of like 10, 15 minutes, you find that both hands come together because they have the same mission and you let go of the problem. So I, I can talk about it, but I don't have a trigger. And the funny thing was, is I didn't even know that I had a problem until I got there. <laughs> so the question is, is how many people in the world, everyone, uh, <laughs> has something that's limiting them from, from rising up? 
you come across this, Wanda, when you coach people? Yeah, yeah, I, I do, and a lot of people do have fear. You know, fear is the false evidence appearing real. So a lot of people um, don't know where they want to start, where they want to go. So I've, I've actually had a, a couple of people get the LLCs from me, and I had to think about, I have to ask them, um, don't let your passion, you know, go with your passion. Go with what God uh, wanted you to do. Uh, in your life, and and it was just really just getting over that fear. I mean, I'm I'm sure, I'm sure they, that that's what they want to do is to make money. But that's that, and I heard that a long time ago, Jody. Uh, uh, as far as money is the root of all evil, and I said, okay, what kind of evil is this money? But you know, it's to help uh, help us pay our bills or whatever. But yeah, but now I, as far as uh, coaching people um, to get over that here and to have faith to know that God has you to do whatever you he plans for you to do to get there so yeah it's it's, it's, it's uh, quite a few things that you have to go through but there's steps to get there right to be able to uh, to, uh, to succeed in what you need to do Naomi what do you have to say about that dog I'm not sure all the money is the root of all evil. Um, I agree with it that it's not, honestly. I do really struggle to spend money sometimes and to justify the cost of something. Um, we've got two small children. We do a lot of like playing in the park and playing at the pool, and like we hike mountains. We do. We take picnics. We do really cheap things. So. But I also believe that you have to kind of enjoy those foundational things in order to really enjoy things you spend money on. Like, you have to see the, the smaller things in life that actually generate a lot of happiness, and it isn't all about money. Um, I think people's um, whys change frequently and their goals change frequently, and I think you have to really adapt and question often to make sure that you're always going in the right direction because um, I typically do quarterly plans rather than annual plans. I don't sit down at New Year and say, the whole year I'm going to... I do forget what I'm working on. Um, I did do, a couple of years back, I did um, a mindset challenge for 75 hard. And it was hard. And one of the things that I learned from it was that I... I achieved it through pure determination rather than enjoyment. <laughs> and I think that's really, really funny to kind of step back and, and consider that. Like, why are you doing something? What does it mean to you? And, you know, what, what outcomes you want at the end of it? And is that goal taking you forward, pushing you forward? But also, is it correct or is it something you think maybe is what you should be doing? And... You know, that, that's why I, I think about my goals on a quarterly basis. It helps me remain focused, and it helps me um, push forward. Yeah, I like that. I, I like that what you because actually it's funny because after this, I'm, I'm taking a class, a coaching class on goals. Because we set goals, and I, I don't do that. You know how we used to say your New Year's resolution? Have anybody right. ever kept their New Year's resolution? No. 
you know, so the quarterly goals. 90-day targets, it works yeah. amazingly. Yeah. And yeah. It, it really gives, you can see an output as well. If you do anything for 90 days, you can you can see a, a huge change. If you spread that 90-day target over, you know, a 12-month period, the changes are so incremental, they're so tiny that you sometimes lose focus. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And you forget what the what plans you made. You know what goes. Right. <laughs> I, I always write them down. Like so, yeah. again, I'm visual. I love yeah. writing them down. Yeah. So, I have I have a pad in the shower that you can write on. Um, it's like uh-huh. a wax kind of pen. So when I've got ideas or goals, I can see them. Um, I've also had it where you can stick up whiteboards on walls, right, all over them. Um, yeah, I love I love to visualize it and I love to, to achieve. But. Well, you got to you got to tell me where you get all that stuff because I would like that to show. Oh. <laughs> it's great! It's really really great. <laughs> That's awesome. I have mine on my mirror, my my affirmation, my goals of what I want to do, and I actually have it in, uh, in two bathrooms. So yep. you know to remind you of Reputation. what you plan. Yeah, yeah. That's great. So I, I used to do that a lot, but now I'm just so laser focused on the things. Like I don't even need the flipping paper anymore. That's, that's awesome. That's what well, I mean. it took a lot. I think that's what really, really helps as well as things change. Um, some of those 90-day targets actually become foundationary. So part of the 75 hard was to drink a gallon of water. And I wanted to increase my water intake. Well, now I'm sat here. I've already got my drinks filled up. It's not on my list of things to do because it's become nature. It's become natural to me, and it's become this is what I do every day. I fill up my water. So I think some of those things is done in small, like you know, bite-sized chunks. Then you can work it into becoming a routine and get better. Absolutely, I agree. Um, so I love that it transitioned from like a goal to foundation because you created a new habit and you were committed to it. And you made it happen. Yep. Great example. Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, uh, Wanda, you have your book out. Can we? Can you send me a link in the in the chat so I can put it up? Yes. Yes. And, and and when you talk about as far as uh, money, um, <laughs> I have I have my book uh, my book launch, and yes, yeah, I didn't think about money. I just wanted it to be nice, you know. So of course my daughter, she's an event planner, and she's very extravagant, but she likes for it to be nice. So. I don't even know how much I spent on the book launch, but I know that people enjoyed it. You know, they enjoyed it, and it was a it was a pleasure to really see and, and uh, to finally get it out my own. Even though I had I'm a third time author, but this was my own book that actually helped me to um, to uh, I had to stay focused. All of this, what we're talking about, right. I had to bring it all into this book. And and another thing, Jody, I know we're talking about, we, we, as far as forgiveness as well, when we have integrity, some things we get aggravated with, but I had to keep putting in with the, everything that I've been through. The back of my chapters is forgiveness. How do you forgive? How do you do this to be able to move forward, to receive your blessings? I know I had to learn that, and that's when God started blessing me with what I have, you know, what I have now, and to be able to 
complete my book. Uh, Sorry. God knew. So first of all, God blessed me way before I learned how to forgive. Because he knew it was going to be a long-term commitment from him to me to teach me the thing about forgiveness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So read the end of my book, Jody. <laughs> no, so I mean, I, I'm there. Uh, no, I'm, no, I'm there. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. So somebody forgave me uh, two, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, um, and she didn't really have to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's what that looks like. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah. so... But one of the things that we talked about in NLP training was that, um, and I've said this often, when we don't forgive, it's drinking poison because it's harmful to our body. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's hoping that other person's going to (laughs) die. So you're drinking the poison, which is a lack of forgiveness, hoping someone else is going to die. I know, and i got to still keep forgiving. You know, because it's just like, uh, I mean, that's harsh because you don't want it to happen to you, right? You want to, you know. I leave that to God. Listen, it's about let go, let God. Let God take care of it because I can't, you know, you can only do so much. That's funny. So, um, okay, I'm bringing up your book um, and how, um, and I have mine as well. Mine's in pre-sale mode. Let me kind of clear up the screen for a little bit. Um, okay, so God's grace through the fire. Oh, I did not, I got, went to it, but I didn't share it. I am tired. People, I got home last night from Chicago. <laughs> you know, we unpacked uh, our bags, made dinner, and got to bed. It's possible, and that was 1 o'clock in the morning, okay? <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. Um, okay, so we can see that on the screen now, yeah? Mm-hmm. So yeah. God's grace through the fire. I already bought mine, but you just fill out this easy, easy form, right? Twenty bucks plus shipping. And um, you want to, you know, uh, give us again just like a little uh, thirty-second pitch about. I mean, this is your story, right? Yes. Yeah. You know, and you know what? I'm not gonna ask you. To I'm gonna do the pitch. Okay. Thank you, because I was ready to do it, but yeah, you do it. It happens more often for me now than it did in the past. But it used to be a rarity, but I'm grateful that God has brought specifically these women into my life, right? But... Wanda is a force of nature. She's a stand for integrity. How we get to integrity and how we get to be a stand for our own selves is not with the easy button. It's overcoming adversity and rising up on the days that are hard, where we don't want to get out of bed, we would rather cry. And I'm not advocating for quashing yourself and not crying, but I'm saying having the cry and then getting out of bed, you know, giving yourself that extra hour or 10 minutes, whatever it takes. But who Wanda is for me 
and I think will be for you, is someone who is demonstrating to the world that you can go through adversity and still rise up. Because I did read your other book, and I know who you are, and I also am your friend, so I know who you are. And still rise up. But it doesn't stop there with Wanda. She brings everyone with her. Right? So the real triumph is when you can bring everyone with you so that they don't have to to experience the same path and they can learn our lessons from your lessons in this case. Mm-hmm. So buy the book. It's only like, I don't know how much is twenty. $20 plus shipping. Bucks plus your shipping. That's easy. People, you spend more than that on lunch. Okay? Mm-hmm. Buy the book. Let me give you the link so that you can do that. Thank you. Thank you. And you explained it very well. And what, with this book, I actually put a journal in there for you as well. Mm-hmm. I want people to go on the journey with me. You know, as I talk about my uh, my adversity and what I've struggled to be able to triumph, but the next, you know, right after the chapter, I put that journal in there. And another chapter I have is affirmations. I love affirmations. I do um, mentoring uh, with the middle school girls. And they call me the affirmation queen because before they can walk out the door, they have to give me an affirmation. Because you have to build into yourself. I am beautiful. I am strong. I am courageous. I am smart. All of those words is something that you have to say to yourself, even if you're having a bad day. So that's what I put in my book as well. Yeah, and so, and that's just the thing, you know, words are, that's, my chapter is called, not affirmations, but words are vibrations, words are just vibrations in the air. Mm -hmm. And so what words are you choosing to vibrate, (laughs) right? And the distinction between the words, like, as an example, thank you, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to demonstrate that. You know, thank you very both. Thank you. I can't speak this way. I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> thank you. Right? Thank you so much for being here. Or you're in a fight with someone. Well, thank, thanks for that. Whole nother energy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to have people understand the energy and start having discernment around the energy. And how are we speaking to someone? And what energy are we putting out in the universe? And are you watching it when you put out maybe a low vibration energy? Are you watching it come back to you pretty quickly? You're going to get it back because it circles. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. I'm going to share my book real quick. Yeah. So it is in pre-order. And um, like you, it's my journey. Um, it's called Emotional Healing Toxic free living. It's twenty two twenty two. Um, a portion of the proceeds are going to the Environmental Working Group, uh, ewg.org. Why? <clears throat> they have been protecting us for decades against what other countries take for granted. In in the United States, we allow. As we mentioned, Naomi, earlier, like red dye 40, blue dye, green dye, 
that it's hurting our children and our families. And they're advocating for the United States, for the for the uh, for everyone, for the population of the United States, so that we don't have to have these toxins in our food and water. And and or are the toxins in our food containers? <laughs> That's the other thing. So, but, I mean, it's a long list. So a portion of the proceeds are going to them because I want to support them because they supported me. Without them, I wouldn't have known about my water supply. Without them, I wouldn't know the dirty dozen, right? The dirty dozen are the, you know, the, the fruits and vegetables you can't touch even if they're, I mean, you have to buy organic, right? Um, they teach about the uh, pollutants in your water bottle, you know, like your um, your bottled water. Your, let me just say this. In Cobb County, the toxins, we have 18 toxins. Um, I, th- I think it's 18 total in our water supply. But you go get that bottled water, now you're up to 38 toxins. But anyway, emotional healing is my journey over the years. Uh, from when I was misdiagnosed in 1997 because I complained of pain and I had a torn rotator cuff and they said the pain was all in my head and I should go on psychotropics and that I would be a harm to other people if I did not. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I'm so grateful that I waited to publish this book, um, which will also be a workbook. It'll be spiral-bound, most likely, because I'm going to add um, uh, notes for journaling and, and where is this showing up in your life type thing. And um, let me just say that there are so many things that are causing people to be emotionally to have emotional unrest, to have depression, to have anxiety, to have anger. <laughs> so, you know, it's almost like you need a checklist. Have I done this, 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 this? Am I still having issues? Okay, go to this, 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 this. But if we can get people just to do the basics, okay, she's got my, my um, she's got my, um, let go of mommies. Uh, um, Erin. <laughs> Thank you. So if we can get people to just do the basics, clean water, clean food, and then do a self-assessment again. How am I feeling? Do I have pain? Do I have physical pain? Do I have emotional pain? And start doing these assessments about where we're at, like the self-awareness, because the doctor is not going to do it for you. If you don't know, really how you feel and why you feel, there's not a doctor on the planet that's going to be able to help you other than doing a test, a blood test. So I take you through that process. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes a lot of sense. So that's what my book is. I can pre-order, um, and I'm, I will put that link in the thread as well. Yeah, I was going to tell you to put the link in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. So it is posted. Um, and so, and I, did I, I, ooh, she's nasty. You are just aggressive this morning. I know you got, so this is for Wanda. You want to buy her book. She's got the one, it's the jot form. 
Okay, ending in 2138. And mine is uh, Emotional Healing Toxic-Free Libby Book. Okay. All right, so it's 940. I think we missed a commercial. Go to our last commercial. And then what would you ladies like to talk about next?
Sun Essentials supports businesses and consumers as we teach people about a food is medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being. And we do that all with plant and an energy-based healing. And we are back. Uh, actually, we do one more commercial, and then we'll be back. Hold on. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Cell Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Okay, we are back. And I had a conversation with Bagelin. I said, so what is it that you want to say? And she told me, and I said, that you're going to be last. Let everybody speak first, right? All right. All right. Naomi, what are your top three tips that you want to give the community about, you know, boundaries, healthy boundaries, you know, respect, um, and integrity? Okay. So I wrote down a few. Um, Number one would be speak it, so being honest open communication, not expecting people to know what you want. Um, I think my husband was complaining about the office being a mess and nobody tidies it but him. I was like, have you asked anybody to tidy that in their time? No. Um, so I think being open and honest, uh, planning it. My calendar is like wanders back to back. I know exactly what I'm doing. Um, I work on a Pomodoro technique, so 25 minutes of focus time and then five minutes not doing anything, which is quite tough, and then 25 minutes again. So planning that time out, having a list of things to do. And when it comes to actioning, I love to tick things off. So um, I literally I love to cross through things. I like that achievement. My husband and I share a, um, a notes form on, um, on our Apple phone, which is great because we can take them off between us and we can see each other editing them. And that, so that becomes, you know, work, life. The moment we're clearing out our garage, so it's making sure that, you know, have we got everything that we need from Home Depot. There's a list on, on the list of things that are required. So just having an action plan and and making sure that happens. And I think that provides the boundaries. I think that demands the respect. And I think it keeps you on track for integrity. You know, um, I love your list. <laughs> like, they're just things that I may not have thought of. And, like, because they're my norm, some of those things. And some of them are not. 
and I'm going to request that next time we see you that you show me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I want to share Apple notes. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's a really cool thing, in my opinion. Um, so now, oh, wait, that's the wrong one. Hold on. Uh, Naomi, how do, I, I just messed up. I was trying to create a banner just for you. Let's see if I did that. Oh, I did. Hold on, hold on. Now I'm saving. There we go. So, in the event I have someone listening who needs the roof inspected, you're buying a home or you just have an issue with your home, um, call Naomi. Um, Georgia Roof Advisors, www.georgiaroofadvisors.com, or you can email Naomi at naomi at garoofadvisors.com. You really want her and her husband behind you. Um, if integrity is important to you, if sustainability is important to you, if not having to second guess is important to you, I would call her. And Fagla says she seconds that. <laughs> she says, I've met Naomi. I agree. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm speaking it into the microphone. <laughs> All right. So thank you for that. And then Wanda, go ahead. So boundaries, um, you have to set boundaries to let people know what you both want. Right. And I always talk about, in fact, me and Dennis have this. This is what last and I married. It's the three C's in right. boundaries. You have to communicate, consideration, and commitment. All of that actually ties into um, to your your lives as well as your business lives. Uh, to have those three C's, and it all comes down to right uh respecting as far as the attitude um of how you want to be perceived um about how everybody has differences in what they want but that's where that commitment communication and compromise comes into play so you need to respect to coexist with others without conflict and that really is very important to, to be able to do that and that builds the trust safety and well-being as far as how we can actually respect one another. Uh, integrity, my model is treat people the way you want to be treated, okay? So integrity is something that we have to learn because when you do that, uh, it's about your your own person, your personality, how people perceive you control integrity. They know they can trust you. You can keep your word. Um, and they know, like with me, I mean, I'm passionate about whatever I do. Uh, so having that integrity to stay, especially with referrals, you know, people, re re they know what kind of work with I, what I do. So I get a lot of referrals from my integrity uh, of how I treat people and how I want to make sure that whatever you work with me, that things happen, you know, uh, reasonably. So just really can be uh, all of what I just said wrapped up in a nutshell. Yes. Patient, commitment, and compromise. And I don't know if I say consideration. Did I say consideration? You had three C's, 
I want to tell you, people have been very gracious to me about forgiving me for shit. And I was not. I was told to, I was, it was demonstrated. It wasn't like, say, hey, make sure you hold a grudge for the rest of your life. No one ever said that. But they showed me that. <laughs> and so I really had to unwind that. So if you're that person holding a grudge, um, you know, just remember that they're just trying to get through life right now. And they're doing the best they can with what they got. And maybe they meant to hurt you. I'm kind of guessing not. Usually they are just trying to get their own needs met. And even with a friend of mine who I know who is listening right now who had a neighbor who got kind of nasty with her <laughs> for having a thing, they're just trying to get their, you know, she was, uh, Naomi, are you comfortable sharing anything? Sure. Yeah, because I think we we have to know that they're suffering, right? They're just suffering with whatever their own demon is, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So we replaced our roof recently, and um, it was super exciting. I'm used to having everybody else's excitement when they get a new roof and the before and after photos. Um, and while we were replacing our own roof, um, GAF, the largest shingle manufacturer, came on site and trained um, all of our workers, which was an amazing opportunity. I said to the head trainer, how often do you come to Georgia? He said maybe two or three times a year. So I was super honored that he was on site with us, um, you know, helping us. Um, with the, the complex roof and making sure that we were doing the right thing. It was a new shingle and our neighbours wanted to know if we were operating a business from our residential property or whether we had a home there. Um, and it became quite uncomfortable. Lovely. But we do have a brand new roof and it is beautiful now. <laughs> yeah, and, and the guy or woman, whatever, I don't know, um, the person really has this thing called righteousness going on with right? Like everyone has to be protected from people who are doing the wrong thing. And then basically the wrong thing is based upon their perception, which may not be rooted in reality, which clearly was not rooted in reality. Right. So, so we just have to, what I started doing as a new practice, and I mean really new, like within the last six to eight weeks, Somebody upsets me, I just keep on sending them love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Ask me if it was easy. I'm turning 60 tomorrow, right? <laughs> so it took me 60 years basically to get to that, right? Mm-hmm. So don't judge yourself if you don't do it on day one. So. Right, right. All right. Yeah. So I'm going to wear my crown. Fagla. <laughs> um, oh, she's attacking the crown. Yeah. So she wanted her her contribution, and I told her she would be the last. Everyone to start with heart. She's been saying that very first show that we ever did, that was her message. Start with heart. Start with love. Lead with love. Okay? Because that is it. All right. So I'm very, very grateful 
um, Naomi, Wanda, that both of you uh, took time out of your morning, and Ashley, who's not here right now, um, to share your wisdom. By you sharing your stories about how you brought, you know, are able to mandate respect and you know, by, by just not accepting the alternative, right, and how you rise up and what you deal with and how you manage your day and how you manage your family and, 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 and do it with love and grace. For me, you're making a contribution to others so that they can follow in your footsteps. And it, it occurs to me, Naomi, that you need to become an author sometime. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. You were? Yeah, I, I do really feel that, don't you? She's such a wise soul. Yeah. And um, I'm so grateful that we met each other, and um, you're really wise. And you set the standard for things in an industry, maybe that whose standards needed some modification. Right. You know? So, Wanda, I think I already told everybody about you. Thank you. <laughs> I got to do a repeat, but... Um, yeah, um, take a look at that, Naomi. See what year that, that, that that's going to happen for you. Right. I'll put it in my nine day target, shall I? <laughs> no, I mean, decide when that's going to be. And then we got a comment, and then we're going to end the show. Um, Ronald Green. Says, I witnessed Naomi take the high road in dealing with an unruly neighbor. Naomi, you are, she really is, isn't she, Ronald? I mean, so, Ron was actually doing some filming, um, doing testimonials of the place, a couple of people through in the neighborhood, too. So, yeah, Ronald, Ronald witnessed the neighbor shouting at me while I just graciously listened and nodded and agreed and just, yeah, so, but. So you demonstrated leading with heart, starting with heart. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ronald, thank you for sharing that. I am really grateful that um, that you shared that because, you know, people need to know. I mean, I, and I really, you know, I'm thinking I'm going back now on the purpose of this, of this show, which was, you know, integrity, uh, boundaries, and what was the other thing? Sorry. <laughs> Respect, right? And so, um, so what I'm going to say is if you need the services that Naomi or Wanda offer, these people demonstrate that. So these are your go-to people, right? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I will run this and then we'll get to you. Yeah. Yeah.